Disability Talks with Shane. Talking all things disability. Community experience are a great way to meet new people and enjoy some fun activities. My guest today opens up a world of opportunity to people with a disability. Welcome to the podcast, Paul Barter from Access Your Ways. Thank you so much for having me on, Shane. I'm really looking forward to it. Thank you. Paul, how long have you been in disability sector and what did you, you do prior? Okay, so prior to um, disability, I used to run restaurants, um, real passion for food and things like that, which was really where I thought I was going to be forever. And then I um, sort of decided to change a little bit and go into event management and I did an event at a disability service um, and from there I, I found a new passion which is disability so I've been in the sector now for about eight years and absolutely love it. When did Access Your Ways commence? So we started in, we've been going now for two and a half years. Um, we just found that there was um, sort of a gaps in the market, I suppose you, you could say, and we thought, you know what, let's do something that's a little bit outside of the box, but still really fundamentally engaging in, in people's inclusion. Uh, who is in your team? Okay, so we've got a we've got ten staff on the book. Um, Every one of those people have lived experience with disability. So they've either got children or they've got um, siblings or, or something where they understand disability and what disability looks like in a day-to-day world. Um, we also um, have people that um, have come to us like, for example, Daniel, he's um, come from overseas. He's over here on a on a working holiday, um, and so yeah, he he's come and worked with us and absolutely loves it. And is now he's he has a finance background, and now he's looking at the steps he needs to take to transfer his qualifications back to England when he when he returns once COVID's over. So, and the travel bans are a bit easier to to move around so yeah so we've got 10 on our team uh, Rebecca my wife uh, we started Access Your Way um, so yeah we do sort of that's, that, that's us really we've got a lot of family that work for us um, and again that's because we believe in, in that core thing of, of, of treating people like family if this is what we're doing I've worked I've had a thing with well, I can't think of name now the one that's from the England. Hey, Daniel? Yeah, I've had that couple of, did a couple of activities with him. Yeah, you went away with him too, didn't you? Yes, I did. Yeah, him and Alison. And also went to the MCG with him. That's right, you guys did the MCG tour. Yes, we did. Did you enjoy that? Yes, they, I did. They revamped it. It's really good, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, I definitely recommend that once once it's open again to anyone that hasn't seen and that if you love sport and it doesn't matter what sport, you will really enjoy that. Do Access Your Way only do just group work or one-on-one? 
No, we do one-on-ones and we do group work. So we've had, we found with the lockdown and no face-to-face learning and things like that. So we've been doing a bit of work. One of um, Rhonda, who works with us, is actually a qualified um, educational support worker. So she's done a lot of work in specialist schools and stuff like that. So she's been helping people study. We've got a couple of people that are doing, um, looking at getting into aged care. So they're in the middle of completing their cert um, four in aged care. So we've been helping people with that. We we do some cooking one-on-one with people. We help people access the shops. Um, so yeah, we do, we do lots of one-on-one work and we also do lots of group work. Predominantly, Group work, I would say, would be 80% of our core business, but um, definitely one-on-ones. And we're happy to tailor things to what suits people. I, I have been on a camp with Access Your Ways. What else do you guys do? Oh, so like um, like you've had the experience, you did the hot springs. Um, we, we do a lot of our activities now, especially since we've been going. We get a lot of our participants, such as yourself, Shane, that will send us ideas. And unfortunately, with the world we're currently living in, most of the things that, that we you put forward to us have been cancelled. So we haven't been able to actually do any of them. I knew they would but, be, um, maybe. Yeah, yeah it, it's crazy. So, um, so yeah, no, we, we get a lot of our ideas from the people that do the programs, and we... We try and always peer match people so that the people that are going on activities will actually get on with each other. It's not just a case of um, going to do something to get out of the house. Yeah. Um, it, it's really about that engagement in the groups. What yeah. if people want to plan one themselves under you guys? Yeah, we, we, we do that. We've had um, somebody planned a week-long trip to the Sunshine Coast, and they picked the people that they wanted to have their holiday with. Um, and so we worked closely with that group of people to actually come up with the ideas of looking up accommodation, looking at flights, understanding, being budget conscious, and not necessarily the cheapest isn't always the best. So you might get a cheap flight, but then pay a lot of money for baggage and things like that so we work closely with people to actually plan their holiday from the start to the finish um and then just give them whatever support they need um of course we'll come up with ideas as well from experiences that we've had and we encourage our our guys to if they're going somewhere where they haven't been before speak to to you guys i know you guys have got a um a messenger group that you use to discuss things with. Um, and so get in there and ask each other, hey, have you ever been to say, Queensland? What's good to do? What what do you think I would enjoy? That sort of stuff. So it gets that communication up with everyone. Yes, sir. And I think that, that, that setting up that, that you guys setting up that group chat has been absolutely amazing just to see you all interact and communicate with each other. It's been really, really good. Yes, it has been. Does NDIS pay for the whole thing or just part of it? So the NDIS will pay for your support. 
and you will have out-of-pocket costs, which you are responsible for. So the NDIS will pay for any support that are covered in your plan, providing they fit into your plan and work alongside your goals and things like that. Um, and so they'll we charge the hourly rate for that. And then, uh, as a business choice for us, we, we subsidise a lot of our things. So, for example, uh, like you know from going on the getaway and things like that, it's like $120 out of pocket. And that covers all of your food, your getting there, your accommodation, your activities and all that sort of stuff. Um, we choose to subsidise that as part of our business model because we we understand how hard it is for people living with a disability to, to generate an income for themselves. Um, so what money they do get, I'd much rather them be able to use it to access as many things as possible rather than just paying a fortune for one thing and then that's all they can do because they just can't afford it. Does that answer your question, Shane? Yes, it does. Excellent. What do you do about interstate travel? So interstate travel, we've done, well, um, this year we went to Canberra before lockdown kicked back in. Um, We had a trip planned to Tassie, which we've unfortunately had to cancel. Same as our Sydney trip and same as our Queensland trip. We postponed all of those till next year. Um, With now the end of lockdown hopefully coming soon with the new announcements that we've just received, hopefully that will open things up and we'll start being able to do some more um, interstate travel really soon because I know it's something that everyone looks forward to and we really enjoy it as well. Um, so, yeah, fingers crossed. We'll get back to interstate and then it's going to also, unfortunately, um, I think everyone's going to have to be um, double vaccinated before they are able to go out and enjoy these, these things with that question, what's your policy going to be with the participant? Do they have to be single jabbed or double jabbed to do any of your camps? So for us personally, our policy is it's entirely your choice. If you choose to be vaccinated, if, if you've been given advice or, or um you've decided to choose not to get vaccinated, that is entirely up to you. So we're happy to work with people that aren't vaccinated. However, state governments and things like that, I think will control what you can actually do while you're out in the community. So it, it sort of gets taken out of our hands. It's not that we say you have to be double jabbed, but it might be a case of, I heard the other day, the Boxing Day test is going to be double jab only. So I'm happy to take anyone that wants to go, but if you're not double jab, you're not going to get in. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. Does the funding come out of the NDIS call? Uh, yes, um, because all of your funding comes out of, out of your core support. It's just depending on what services you're using to what part of the, the core that you get charged for. So, for example, if we're supporting somebody with personal care and, and things like that, then that comes out of your daily living. And if you're going out in the community, then it'll come out of your community basket. So I always think of the, 
NDIS funding as baskets sort of thing or buckets and you can you have all this money and it's in these separate buckets and your core support you can you can swap around it's fairly flexible um but then if you've got other supports like therapies and stuff like that that's not flexible at all so that's got to be used on therapy but you might be able to use some of your daily living to go and access the community and i like to add to that one also you can't use your respite as well Yes, you can if you've got short-term accommodation. So if you've got short-term accommodation and you come on one of our getaways or camps, um, you will have no out-of-pocket expenses if you use your short-term accommodation because that covers all of that. How has people Go on. Sorry, mate. Some people have short-term accommodation and the individual's plans and how they want to use it. How has COVID affected your business? Well, it's, it's affected our business a lot because obviously we're predominantly accessing the community and things like that, and the community's closed. So for us, I would say it's probably about 80% of our core business is gone. Um, we've been lucky enough that we've been able to run some modified things, um, so we've still been able to work, but... Um, yeah, it's been really, really hard, and it's been it's been hard on everyone not being able to see each other and have that, um, I guess that that social connection. You you become very isolated, uh, um, and especially um, the people we we support. Um, it can be very confusing as to why we can't do the things that we normally do. What why these things are. So, yeah, and why certain people that live in CRUs are not allowed to leave their CRU. People that don't live in CRUs are still allowed to go to a day service or do whatever they're doing. Um, so that becomes really, really confusing for some people. I've got a question. What's a CRU? Okay, so a CRU is somewhere where you um, get supported to live. So they're normally group homes. Um, so for people that live out of home, they might go and live in a CRU. Yeah, so so what happens is you go and live in a, in a group home where you would share um, the house and you'll have support workers come in and they will stay there overnight. They will be there, help you cook your food and all of that sort of stuff. How are you working with your participants? Are you using Zoom or more now? Um, we are we're using some Zoom. We are still catching up face to face with some people, um, and we're um, still doing one on ones and things like that. So Zoom, we found in the first lot of lockdowns was really hard for some people. They just didn't enjoy it as much. Um, so we've been lucky enough that we're able to provide some face to face group work. Um, obviously following all the guidelines with um, capacity and, and all of that sort of stuff and social distancing and um, being very mindful of things like that. Um, so, yeah, we've still been able to do some of that, but very, very small scale. So it's like three people can get together and do an activity. Like what sort of activities? 
So we've been running um, cooking. So people are coming to learn how to cook independently. Um, we've been doing a baking class where they'll come in and um, do baking and take food home for their family. Uh, we've done arts and crafts. On a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, we have a movie group that get together and watch a movie. On a Thursday, we're doing... Gaming, isn't it? Yes, gaming. I'm glad you know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's been a lot of fun. Everyone's enjoyed that. Um, and then Friday is sort of um, a self-care thing. We found a lot of the guys that we, we've been working with are, are really struggling like really struggling uh, mentally, um, emotionally, all of that stuff. Um, so we've been doing like a well-being thing, using a lot of resources from uh, Beyond Blue, Are You Okay, um, those sorts of places to help mindfulness. We've been doing mindfulness exercises. We've been doing yoga, grounding techniques relaxing and stuff like that so we've been doing that on a friday um saturday we have a comic group book group that are now working together to build their own characters and design their own comics so we've got some people that are good at art we've got some people who are good at storytelling so they've got together and they're they're making things like that um so yeah we're doing that and sunday is food around the world wow so, yeah, so we pick a country, we make food from that country, we all get in together and, and cook a meal and share a meal together, and then we will watch um, on YouTube, there's some really good like walking tours, so people have done walking tours of cities like Spain and all over the world, and you can sit there and watch it, and it's almost like you're there without being there. That's great. If any of the, any of my listeners would like to make contact, what do they do? Okay, so you can either um, email us directly on accessyourway at outlook.com or um, give me a call, 0412-394-590. And also uh, we have a Facebook page, which is Access Your Way. And we are in the middle of putting together a website. So once we have more details of that, I can let you know. And if you want to add it on to the end of the podcast, you can do that. Once that's all up and running, I'm hoping by the end of October, we'll be all up and going. And the, that will actually help participants will be able to use the website to book all of their activities and things like that as well. Oh, that'd be great. So, yeah, so it'll, it'll be actually have a list on there of all the activities that we were offering for the month and what activities are ongoing. Um, and yeah, they'll be able to book directly through there and then that will help us generate um, service bookings and things like that. So yeah, that, that's our goal, but it's but a lot will, of background. Well, that also can tell who also going, going to each, each thing or not. Yep. It will be able to tell you who else is booked. Um, it won't be able to tell you who else is booking because of privacy and stuff yeah. like that. But it will tell us at the back end who who's booked in and stuff like that. All right. Thanks very much for joining me on my podcast today, Paul. Not a problem at all, Shay. I've been I've been listening to your podcast. They've been absolutely amazing and I'm so glad that 
you've given me the opportunity to join you today. It's been great. Thanks, Paul. I look for- forward to meeting up with you at our camp soon and doing yeah. some more people of the people from our group on a camp soon. That sounds absolutely great, mate. And like I say, keep up the great work of your podcast because it's really, really good. It's really been informative and, yeah, it's great to see that you're getting so much um, so much traction with it. I know the guys that, that we're with are always talking about it and how well you're doing and things like that. So you're doing a great job. Today I was training with Paul from Access Your Ways. That was on Disability Talk with Shane. Ciao for now. That was another episode of Disability Talk with Shane. For more episodes, check us out on Spotify or check us a like on socials. Mm-hmm.